0: Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. Hello, everyone. We're back again, and we're so glad you've joined us today on our Facebook Live or whether you're watching from YouTube. Uh, We want you to relax, enjoy yourself, and we want you to engage with us. There's always someone on staff that's there ready to engage with you, uh, leave some comments, Give us some amens, give us some praise God, some some hands raised up, whatever emoji you can give us, uh, we want to respond to you and we we just want to show you that we love you and let you know that we are here for you. If you have a prayer request, please put them on there as well and our staff afterwards will will pray about these things and uh, your needs and share it with others as well. But we're so glad that you are here. We want to get into it this Sunday morning. Um, last Sunday we talked about uh, the currency of heaven being faith. Talked about the widow who, who had her, her, her sons that were being about to be taken from her and made slaves because she had a debt. Her husband died. But she went to the prophet Elijah and Elijah told her what to do and she had to act on something by faith and God blessed her because she did. This morning we're simply going to get into it And I'm going to give you a few points, and points that we're going to hit on, and then we're just going to pray together and end it today. But if you will, just give me your ear for a moment. There's no scripture text, but let's just pray together, if you will. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you today. Thank you for this day, God, the day you have made. You made this day. We will rejoice and be glad in this day. All days, God, are created, not only by you, but by the words of our mouth. So we declare over our morning and over this day that we are blessed, that we are highly favored from you, that we are the children of God, that we are the sons and the daughters of the Most High King. We bless you today. We honor you today. And we love you today. In Jesus' name we pray. And someone say amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Every country around the world has a form of currency. They use it for the exchange of goods and for services. Some currencies are are higher exchange rates than others. Every country is different. But in the cash end of what we do in our currency, it serves the same purpose all around the world. The kingdom of God is no different. The kingdom of God has currency that people spend and save all the time. Whether they realize it or not, not being able to recognize currency of the kingdom has caused many people to go bankrupt spiritually or to go without notice sometimes to be in lack. And sometimes we look back and wonder how did this happen. How do things occur the way they do sometimes when we face our struggle? Many times it's because we had currency and we didn't use it. Since the early 90s, the church has been preaching prosperity and we've been using verses that have really nothing to do with money most of the time while wondering why people are not getting what they need in the church according to God's promises. Prosperity in God's kingdom really is a matter of stewardship, not ownership. God owns everything, and God gives us something to steward and gives us something to use. There are many things that God gives us to use, and if we sow them properly, we're going to see some returns. So that's what we're going to talk about this Sunday morning, how to be a wise steward of what God has given us. Well, there it's, you know, we look at examples in the world The dollar, the the euro, the yen, the peso, (laughs) and the franc, whatever it is, whatever currency we have, it all works the same, just like God's currency does. Now, in one portion of scripture, Jesus said that there was a servant that was there that took the talents, and he didn't do anything with his talents. He he hit him in the ground because he was fearful. That talent represents currency. What God wants us to do, he wants us and wants us to be, our, our wise investors. So here's the first thing that God's asked us to steward properly, and that's time. You can spend your time wasting it. You can spend your time on things that won't benefit you, or your mind, or your spirit, your character, anything. Or you can invest your time into something that will make you better, or something that will... Advance the kingdom of God. In the kingdom, there is equality. In other words, we serve a God who we all serve the same God who rests in eternity, and we also have the same amount of time every day, 24 hours in one day. But how we spend it is determined by what you value. If you want to know what you value, evaluate that which you spend your time on. That's right now is the biggest challenge for the church, I believe, is we've been given some time. More time than money in some cases, but time. And it's so easy to waste time. I'm guilty of being a, a time waster. I don't think there's anyone who isn't guilty of that. But the discipline and the urge and the desire to spend time with Jesus or to invest time in helping someone else. It's valuable in the kingdom of God. How you use your time is valuable. The second thing is, is choices. Choices are, it's really currency. Everyone has been given free will. Another equalizer, if you will, in the kingdom. We have all have been given the opportunity to do good, even when we don't feel good. To be good to other people, even when they're not good to us. A choice. We've been given choices. So whether to obey God or disobey God, it's up to us. But that determines the level of your prosperity by the choices that you make. Every circumstance that you're in right now, the house that you live in, the job that you have, the bank account that you possess, it's all based on choices. What you did in the past, that you've received a reward in your present that will determine how you can invest in the future. Time, choices. Galatians 6, 7 and 8 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, this he will also reap. For the one who sows to his flesh will reap flesh and reap corruption. But to the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. I don't know about you, but I want to reap eternal life. I want to reap the goodness of God. Every day we have an opportunity to make the choice whether we're going to serve God, put God first, or we're simply just going to let it pass us by. I don't want it to pass me by. I know you don't want Him to pass you by, but I want to pray this prayer and say, God, God, Anytime there's an opportunity for me to do good. So, Lord, give me the strength and the grace to do it. Give me the grace to do it. Are you ready for number three? Here's number three. Another currency is your words. Our words are as seeds. We plant them, and they grow, and they'll produce a harvest. Your words will produce harvest. A harvest in your life. What we sow, what we grow, it's going to be based on the seeds that we have. Mark 11, 23 and 26 says, and it's speaking about the words that grow. Unforgiveness, unbelief, etc. And Solomon said it best when he said, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. That's Proverbs 18. We know this. But you love the things that you say over and over. Or maybe it's a false love or a desire or feels good. Because I've even known this for a fact, and you know this, that sometimes when we say the wrong things out of anger or jealousy or frustration, sometimes it just feels good in our flesh. It just feels good sometimes when we take out our anger on someone that we feel like deserves it. But that doesn't mean because it feels good. It's God. It's not God. It's a fleshly desire. But you know the peace of God by knowing the peace of God. To hold your peace brings the presence of God. To say things that carry reconciliation, like forgiveness, like mercy and love, you reap to yourself the same thing. So really, you become a prisoner of your own devices when we start using the wrong words. Words matter. People are of an extremely high value in the kingdom of God that know how to use their words. Jesus, when he walked in this world, he used words. Not not many. He was a man of few. When he was around, he spoke the things that the Father said. He had long sermons, possibly, but the bottom line is, is that we know he said this one thing. He said, the words that I speak are not my own, but my Father who dwells in me. Choice words. And here's another one. I've always said this and believed this. If you've been around um, this church a while, you know that we believe people, relationships, is another currency. People. Listen to this. We're going to use one example, John 3 and 16. For God so loved the world, our nations, ethnic groups of people around the world, all different colors, cultures, all different parts of the earth. God so loved all of us that he gave his one and only son, He gave His Son. To think about this for one moment, that God gave a person. This is how important people are. The one person who had no sin. The one man who was going to save our soul. The one who came in the humility of being robed in flesh, who at one point was in the corridors of heaven and 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 on his throne that came down from his throne to come here in likeness of this flesh said i'm going to make the choice and give my life and give my son's life to make a difference in your life when it boils down to it how you live your life is a currency how you live your life becomes a currency And we all have just one life to live, one life to give. I saw, I see this on Facebook all the time now when I do search on there, you know, um, life is too short, and there's something that follows with it. Well, I'm going to say, life is too short to live in unforgiveness. Life is too short to hold a grudge. Life is too short not to give love. Your life matters. How you give your life will determine how other people are blessed. Last week, we talked about faith being currency. Let's talk about it a little bit more. Faith. The more you agree with God, the more your faith grows. The more you commune with God, the more your faith grows. The more you believe and read the Word of God, the more your faith grows in the kingdom of God. And that's where you can use anything available to you so let's look at the currency of faith if you have enough faith jesus said that you can speak to the mountain and the mountains can be removed but all it takes is just a seed of faith like a mustard seed that doesn't mean that it stays that way but the mustard seed is the smallest seed among the herbs but it grows up to be the tallest among the herbs as well and then we find our place in this place of growth where we didn't have faith before but because you made the right choices, you used your time right, and you learned how to be a good steward, your faith begins to grow. Jude said, praying in your most holiest faith, your purest faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Spirit of God. Somebody say faith. Faith is walking in agreement with God. Are you ready for another currency? Here it is. Are you ready? Say it with me: Hope. Hope, confidence is it, hope is confidence and and expectation of something good. Of something good, we use a phrase in church all the time, and we go, it goes something like this: God is good, and the audience replies all the time. Then we say all the time, and then you say, God is good. Well. We say this from experience. We say it because we know all things work together for good. To them that love God and are called according to His purpose. Listen, no matter what you see, you know God is good. Romans 5 and 5, again, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit Who has given to us hope is an expectancy that God is always good. How many of you can testify to that right now? God is good. Turn to your family right now and just tell them, God is good, isn't He? God is good. And here's the last one here's the last one love is a currency. Love, when you build up your love, it's because you spent time with love. God is love. Love is the absence of fear. Fearless people are people who love and they also love to win. They love to win on God's behalf. They love to do things not for themselves because Paul wrote and said that love isn't selfish does not one of itself. It considers others. It rejoices in truth. And, And there's so many characteristics of love, but when you have been given love by simply God, allowing God to love you, that's really the secret to making Jesus the Lord of your life, is allowing him to love you. We're rich in love. We're so rich in love because God is love. And he said, nothing shall separate you from that currency. Nothing will be able, sickness, death, demonic spirits, trials, temptations, nothing shall be, shall be able to separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. For who has known the love of God, the height, the width, and the breadth of All that God is and has for us. Again, reflecting back on people, another currency. Because, you know, life moves at the speed of relationships, is what we've learned throughout the years. Well, you love people, people love you back. Not everybody will return it to you, but God sees your seed. And love moves through people. And whether they love you back or not, it doesn't matter. You give it anyways because it does something for you. And the more you give it, the more you get from God. And when you can walk in love, let me tell you something. Offense doesn't touch you. Uh, You're not hurt uh, in, in, in your heart by someone who says something mean to you. It doesn't matter because love shields you. Love protects you. Love wraps his arms around you like a mother hen gathers her brood of four and keeps you protected. That's what Psalms 91 says. Because of love, we have so many benefits. And we're not afraid of the destruction that comes at noonday, the pestilence that walk in darkness. A thousand shall fall at our side and 10,000 on the other. But because of love, Love is the most powerful thing. Love is a currency. Use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. So I am sure that there is so much more to God's kingdom and his currency in the kingdom that, you know, others may be able to add to the list. I'm sure there's more. But for these principles that we're giving you today, They're valuable. And if you can focus at least on one, the rest will begin to spread in your life. One thing that you're good at, one thing that you can be disciplined at. Most people, they aren't as effective as others because they try to multitask everything, and they are just dispersing their energy. But I challenge you today as a pastor, I challenge you as a friend, I challenge you, focus on one thing, focus on one currency, whether that's time with God and all the other things in your life, all the other currencies will begin to multiply and enable you, just like the love of God. If you'll just focus on loving Him, you'll be able to love others, you'll be able to Have intimate time, and your time, God, will extend. How many of you would love to have more time? Can I give you the secret to that as well? Here's the secret. The more time you spend with God, the less time you'll spend with problems. Because either God will give you wisdom for it, or he'll just take care of it and get it out of your life, or him or her. Either way, I'm just saying that, you know, the best way to get rid of a of an enemy is to make a friend out of him, right? And you can't do it without the love of God. Choices. It's easy to make a choice when you're in love with him to choose the right thing to do. But like anything else, 3 John 1 and 2 says, I pray that in all respects you may prosper. All areas of your life that you prosper And be in good health just as your soul prospers. So, God wants to bless us, and God wants us to be in good health. But if we are good stewards of what God has given us, we will excel and we will prosper, and the health of God will be in our life. How many of you want to be a healthy Christian? I'm talking spiritually, physically, emotionally. You want to be strong. You want to be healthy. Well, let me give you some advice. Let me give you the word of God. He said, come unto me, all you that are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He wants to give you rest. He wants your body and your mind and your spirit to recuperate and get strength. That's what God has for you today. God, that's what God has for you. If you believe and you feel or you, you feel like something in some way, somehow, God has ministered to you, will you just close your eyes right now as we end this broadcast? Will you just close your eyes and lift your hands and just begin to call on Him and ask Him to help you be a good steward of where we're at right now? Because you are really rich, because we are we are wealthy. In God, we are so wealthy that He will meet our needs. He will take care of us. He will help us. Don't look around at everything else and try to come up with a different solution other than what the Bible says, because God has the answer, and He is the answer, and the answer has a name, and that name is Jesus Christ. If you're here today watching us online and Somebody invited you to watch with us. And maybe you haven't given your life to Jesus. Maybe you haven't made him number one. And maybe we've been, maybe you've been, like we've all been at one time bad stewards. Maybe we've done the, maybe you feel like you've made wrong choices. Make a good one right now by making Jesus your Lord and Savior. We want to pray with you right now. I'm going to start praying with you and you just pray along with me, but you can pray in your own words a prayer of repentance and say, Lord Jesus I've done it my way for so long I want to do it your way right now I choose you I want you to be first in my life God, take my, take my hand and take my time, take my heart Take my person, take my will, take my hope, use my faith, give me love, forgive me of my sins, forgive me for my wrong, and become the Lord of my life. Come and live in my heart, God, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Everybody say amen. Now let's close with the prayer and a blessing. Father, we bless every person here watching online. God, we bless every single one of them that the grace of God would go and overrun them with goodness and mercy. That your face would shine upon every person that's watching right now or listening on the podcast. That right now, Father, you can just pass through. You can pass through our life and we have an audience of one with you. Jesus, we love you today. Bless every home. Bless every marriage. Bless all the families. Build our families strong. Let healing take place in this city. Let healing take place in our nation. Thank you for a hope in this world. When the currency isn't there, when things aren't happening, God, we always have you, and we've been given a choice, the choice, Father, of choosing you. We will not live in fear. We will not live in frustration. We will not be without hope. We have you, Jesus. In your precious name, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Can you just clap your hands right where you're at? Thank you, Jesus. Listen, God bless you. Thank you for being with us today. We love you so much. We're so glad you joined us. Share this message if it was a blessing to you. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube if you if you haven't already and don't forget to like our fan page and we'd love to see you after all this is done. We miss you very, very much and we can't to see you can't wait to see you again. God bless you. Bye-bye.